Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. Welcome to the Moore Leadership Moment video podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kim Moore, guiding you to lead with confidence. This week, we're discussing four steps leaders use for proactive communications. Yes, leaders, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, communications. Believe it or not, leaders must practice being proactive with their communication. Why? Because as a leader, you will spend 80% of your time communicating. And the higher you go up on the leadership ladder, that number will increase significantly. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever received bad news? Well, unfortunately, I know the answer is a resounding yes. We have all received bad news at some point. And as much as we don't like receiving bad news, we also don't enjoy being the bearer of bad news. Let me share an experience that happened to me and my husband. More than five years ago, my husband and I received what many would consider devastating news. You see, I was diagnosed with cancer. I remember sitting in the doctor's office as she shared the test results. It seemed like she was talking for an, a long, a very long time. But once she finished, she paused to wait for our response. In his normal tone, my husband asked, what are the next steps? For the next 20 minutes, we discussed my treatment plan. As we prepared to leave, my doctor had a puzzled look on her face. So, 
I asked her, was there anything else that she needed to share? And she said, no. We had covered everything about the treatment plan, the next steps, the long-term care. But she said, I, I have to tell you that I was surprised by your response to the diagnosis. So then I had a puzzled look on my face, I know. And I asked her, why was she so surprised by my husband and my response? Well, she went on to explain that most patients respond very emotionally to the news that she had shared with us. However, our response, meaning my husband and I, was very matter of fact. But more on that later. You know, sharing bad news is an integral part of a doctor's practice. And some doctors are better than others in delivering the news. Why? Why are some doctors better than others in delivering bad news? Well, it's because the doctors that are good at delivering bad news understand the ebb and flow of communication. According to Joe Tabers, good communication requires practice. He goes on to say, practice requires taking responsibility and making the effort to work at it. So, doctors who are good at delivering bad news have practiced delivering that news. They work on it. They work on making sure that they understand their patient's body language and they understand their patient's emotional state so that they are prepared to deliver this news that is not going to be good news to the patient in a manner that is respectful, but also clear and concise. You see, leaders, we have to deliver sometimes bad news. So what is my advice to you? Don't wait until your next gathering to deliver any type of information. Because in today's society, there are many different ways for you to engage the people that you lead. So in addition to face-to-face, you may use text messages. You may use video chats. There are just many different ways, many different channels for you to communicate in today's society. As a leader, you want to ensure that the information that you share is timely and useful. It should add value to your audience. Once you are able to build a certain level of interest, people will always look forward to what you, as the leader, have to say. Dr. Sharon Spano said, being a proactive communicator is a process. We never get it right all the time. Practice and train as though your experience of life 
depends on your ability to communicate. I have found the following four steps helpful in becoming more proactive in leadership communications. So I hope you are prepared to write down these four steps because if you do these four things, you will drastically improve your communications. Are you ready? Okay. Number one, develop proactive patterns of communication. So get in the habit of sharing information in a timely manner. Number two, manage the meaning of your communication. Make sure that you are clear and concise in your communication, but also be respectful of how that communication will be received by others. Number three, practice intentional one-on-one -on -one communication. Now leaders, I know you are busy. Believe me, I know how busy you are. However, there is nothing more powerful than one-on-one -on -one communications with the people that you have the privilege to lead. It makes them feel important when you take the time out of your very busy day to have a conversation with them and share information with them that will be beneficial to them. And last but not least, number four, promote a proactive culture of communication. Model what you would want from the people that you have the privilege of leading so that when they have news to share with you, whether it is good news or bad news, they will be comfortable coming to you because you have created a culture of proactive communication. As a leader, I prefer to receive information sooner rather than later. Why? <laughs> because news, good or bad, does not get better with time. So, if you want to have good news shared with you in a timely manner as well as bad news, create a culture of proactive communication. Now to quote Paul Harvey, and now for the rest of my story. Why did we respond so calmly, calmly to the cancer diagnosis? Well, my husband and I are people of faith. God granted us the peace that surpasses all understanding. He blessed us with great doctors, and I am happy to report that I am cancer-free. Praise God. Zig Ziglar said, in many ways, effective communication begins with mutual respect Communication that inspires, encourages, or instructs others to do their best. Proactive communication promotes an environment of trust, builds morale, 
and allows leaders to add value to others. Are you communicating in a proactive manner? This week's More Leadership Moment video podcast quote is, It is important as a leader to be proactive in communicating with others. This is Dr. Kim Moore guiding you to lead with confidence. Thank you for tuning in to this Educational Leadership Moment. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available for free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, we cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. To learn more about improving student success, please visit my website at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you, your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your educational leadership guide, and I believe that when students are led well, they learn well. Have a blessed day.